Hello, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show, Crash, the UK podcast for the culture geek, technology nerd and creative wizard. This is episode 362, recorded on Sunday the 3rd of January 2021 at 1753.36. This is the 10th day of Christmas. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love sent to me, 10 lords a-leaping, 9 ladies dancing, 8 maids a-milking, 7 swans a-swimming, 6 geese a-laying, 5 gold rings, 4 calling birds, 3 French hens, 2 turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. And on the subject of true love, I hope that I eventually get one of those. I haven't been that lucky so far. And if I do, they actually get me all this stuff. Although I do wonder if it's gender specific. (laughs) In which case, where am I supposed to get all this stuff from? On the other hand, I am Hindu, which means it's traditionally the other way around. Which means I'm saved. And so bring on yesterday's dancing girls and maybe leave out today's leaping lords who sound really naff. Unless they're Georgian dancers, that'd be pretty cool. But a bunch of leaping English lords don't really get it. And by the way, as we're on this true love topic at the moment, stand by for yet another dating update this year. I know, I know what you're thinking. If you're a long-term listener and you've remembered how many dating apps I've tried in the past, This is another one of those short shows. I don't have any culture news today. Things that I want to share about what I've been reading or watching or experiencing. Although, I suppose this is culture. Cooking is culture. Just before recording this, I did eat a homemade meal of red lentil dal, paneer rugai, and rice, and just a dash of soy sauce, the dark stuff, the kikkerman soy sauce, the Japanese one that I really like. And man, it was good. And now, actually on to technology. I just had a brief update about my smartphone's toilet diving escapades. And that is, my phone is no longer in danger of swimming with the fishes, Though there are some water stains that spider up from all the ports at the base of the phone and the SIM slot at the side of my Honor 9 Lite. And I've now got those to join the previous small screen scratch or gouge that occurred when my phone fell directly onto tarmac flipping so that it would avoid the protected back and landing face first which is always the way isn't it i dried my phone by setting it down on one of those plastic ikea mammoth stools between a radiator and a desk fan that took days to do But since I've done that, everything works. And so I'm not in any great hurry to blow a great wadge of cash on a new phone right now. I did 
though, take the opportunity just in case that my phone decides to really die, because as you've heard, it's had quite a rough old time to back it up, which is also something you should all do right this minute. Pause the podcast and go and back up your devices. Next, Google Sound Amplifier. I mentioned this app yesterday, more than for the purpose of just announcing a piece of interesting tech that I had come across. You see, hearing has been on the forefront of my mind, or rather, at the sides of my ears, (laughs) because my father is seriously deaf without his newly acquired NHS hearing aid. My mother has normal but very mild age-related hearing loss, probably less than mine, and I myself suffer from the cocktail party effect, and I have done for at least 20 years, and that's when you find it hard to differentiate conversations in a crowded environment. And that can be really important for your social life, and especially if you're a journalist, a lot of things are said at the pub. On the other hand, one advantage of this condition is that sometimes it's a relief. Uh, some conversations bore me comatose. Other times, I do want to participate, and it can lead to feeling excluded. To recap about the Google Sound Amplifier, it is a non-medical app that works by placing your phone at the source, then receiving noise-cancelled audio at a level suited to each ear. Yes, each ear can be adjusted via earphones or headphones. It appears to suit a wireless setup, because then you can move your phone further away from yourself and you don't have a wire tangling everywhere. But I don't have wireless earbuds, and so I tried it out with wired headphones today. I found that it works, although there is some lag from the processing required of my budget phone, and the quality of audio is somewhat rudimentary. I found that it did not work well for listening to TV, but when testing the app in conversation with both of my parents, so that's three voices, it actually isn't that bad at isolating human speech. On the other hand, I found that the noise cancellation didn't remove the sound of my central heating, so it's not a replacement for Bose. Despite these teething problems, apps like this, well, I say like this, but as far as I'm aware, this is the only app like that at the moment, seem like a good solution until you begin to wonder how people will respond to a person slapping down a listening device than trying to convince the people in the midst of your bug that it's only for your hearing. And in my case, there's the additional problem of people knowing full well that I'm a journalist and a podcaster as well, and I do a lot of recording. 
On top of that, there's Big Tech's reputation for hoovering up data. I did read Google's privacy policy for this app, and it is complicated and vague and not at all reassuring. So, we have the problem of suspicion of use, which reminds me a bit of Google Glass, and what will happen to your data? Even so, with all these social hardware, software, and privacy issues, it is better than nothing, and this tech will improve over time, and hopefully a less creepy company than Google will invent something where you can be sure that your data won't go walkies and be sold. To the Russians, probably. Eventually, one supposes we'll reach a point one day when, hopefully, some of us with milder hearing loss may no longer need a separately sourced and expensive medical-grade hearing aid. Right now, though, the jokey analogy I made yesterday that we're still looking at something not much better than Ronald Weasley's gag ear from Harry Potter seems apt. If you want to find Google Sound Amplifier for yourself and try it out, you can find it in the App Store, where user reviews of it are mixed. Just a side note, I called it Google Amplifier yesterday, but the full name of this app is Google Sound Amplifier. Finally, just another little tangential side note. This is not a new tech story. The app was announced at least a year ago. I think I've seen a Verge article from 2019. But it is new to me. And this is a very personal geek show. Where I give you my personal take. Sometimes to a painful degree. Often to a painful degree. Which is how my work has always differed from other geek content. Not all other geek content. I'm hardly unique, but most other geek tech content. And that was even back when I had a regular newspaper tech column. That's my USP, and this is the end of my not-so-subtle plug. My last tech item is regarding my mother and Ubuntu. At her request... I helped my mother go from being a part-time live Ubuntu user to putting a full installation on her laptop. Before this, she was using a live USB stick, and I'm going to call this phenomenon Full Ubuntu. <laughs> Hashtag Full Ubuntu, hoping that it would trend, and it did not on Twitter. The installation went mostly well, although right at the beginning I managed to spill my Red Bull, but luckily it missed my phone by about an inch. Oh, the irony, just dried it and then drench your phone again. And it also missed my mum's laptop. When the installation was finished, I uninstalled Thunderbird because it's easier for my mum to use Gmail through Firefox and then not have to worry about local backups or anything, and shot well Photo Viewer as it wasn't much use to her, and added VLC and GIMP 
the full-blown photo editor. I have some small criticisms. The Ubuntu App Store doesn't display all apps without a search, which baffled me at first. When I tried to uninstall Thunderbird, I couldn't actually find it. There in front of me, I had to do the little magnifying glass search thing. Secondly, the GIMP install required a reboot to work, but didn't prompt me to do that. Without a techie on hand, me in this case, and also my mum who pointed out maybe it needed a reboot. (laughs) Installing some Linux disks can still be problematic for new users like... Well, I was going to say my mum, but she's not that much a new user, because she did point out that it did need a reboot. (laughs) But people who aren't that okay about installing their own operating systems. I must say, though, that I was surprised that even today you can still fall afoul during installation, even in a sophisticated disk like Ubuntu. Now for the positives, Linux is definitely a viable alternative to Windows 10 or macOS, but getting it done at the stage of OEM, as is the case with Dell and HP and Lenovo, who are starting to pre-install these systems so that the machines are consumer ready, is definitely a better bet. No ordinary end-user wants to faff through an install. At the moment, Mum's getting used to running Ubuntu Linux as her only OS. Even if it turns out to be a bust and she goes back to macOS, which was her previous OS, at least she'll still retain her Unix skills. And that's also because years ago, On my recommendation, she worked through Clifford Mould's Green Book, the Unix training guide. And by the way, get this book. It really is great. It's a cult book. You know what? I'd like to meet Clifford Mould and shake him by the hand one day for writing that book. I told her at the time it would help her with Mac OS X. So even when Tropical Lightning later killed her iMac in Mauritius, a Unix-ish based system like Ubuntu Linux is probably a better match for her. Finally, she's beating me to using Linux full-time, as I'm still sadly stuck on Windows for a variety of really annoying legacy reasons. Software, that is. There is software that I need to run I can't really run on Ubuntu, so that's not great. But yeah, Mum is way ahead of me. Well done, Mum. You may have noticed these short 12 Days of Christmas episodes are getting longer and longer because we're ramping up to return to the full shows from the 11th. Definitely look forward to that and subscribe if you're interested in that. But for now... That's it. This show is produced, presented, and edited by me, Roy Martha, a writer. Martha is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. 
You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMartha.com if you want to help. Please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen. Recommend it to a friend or mortal enemy. Or click on the contact or support link on the website. Cheerio for now. You were listening to Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show, Crash, the UK podcast for the culture geek, technology nerd, and creative wizard. I am so tired of saying that. This was episode 362, recorded on Sunday the 3rd of January 2021, and the time at the end of the show is 1818.49. Bye. Bye Bye-bye for now. Bye. How many byes was that? Wait a minute, we'll do that bit again. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye. That was about 100 buys now. I stopped recording.